0: Let's ride, we at the barbershop. Let's ride, we at the barbershop. Stay tuned. What's up, everybody? My name is Max Weezy, and this is Fireside Chats. Today, my guest is Coco Jones, and uh, I am, I, there's there's not enough, like, superlatives to properly introduce you, but I, I will just say, um, if you don't know who Coco Jones is, she's an actress and a singer, and she was on the hit series Bel Air uh, which had an amazing first season I thoroughly enjoyed watching it thoroughly enjoyed watching you and uh, she's got a new hit song out called Caliber so we're going to talk about all that today Um, Coco again super happy that you're here how are you feeling how's your mental
1: oh my mental is good I love therapy I'm a huge advocate for just making sure that you pause and as well as the life may look on the outside, make sure that your internal is good. So yeah, I'm good. My mental is good. Thank you for
0: asking. Yeah, of course. I mean, you know, we know that you're, you know, extremely busy right now trying to, uh, you know, kind of balance everything you're doing these interviews all the time. So yeah, I mean, I think it's important to to, to sit down and have some time to reflect. You, we got you doing this on a Saturday. So uh, I'm hoping that you're feeling good, but happy that you're here. <laughs> Um, oh, I'm good. I'm good. Happy to be here. So kind of speaking of that, like, reflection, I, you know, one of the things that are, are maybe the thing that you were kind of like most known for prior, prior to Bel-Air was obviously your role as Roxy in Let It Shine, um, the Disney Channel original movie. Um, One of the things that I really... Like I want to know from you is if you've had a chance to reflect on, you know, some of the success of not only yourself right now, but your castmates like Tyler James Williams was in that movie. He's popping right now with Abbott Elementary, Trevor Jackson, Chloe and Hallie, just to name a few of your castmates. Like, have you thought about the fact, the fact that y'all are all popping like right now? Um. Yeah, I think
1: I thought about it before when I wasn't and I was like, well, damn but <laughs> I do think it's crazy that like the timing of things like I I've I've learned multiple times in life that comparison is the thief of joy and to see us all at kind of at the same starting line well Tyler he was older a little bit and like he had done a lot more so maybe he's not the exact same but um for the rest of us to see us all at the same starting line and um to see how everybody's progressing it really just shows you that what's for you is for you like waste of time that's what I did when I was comparing my journey to anyone else around me who started at the same place as me because we all end up getting wherever we need to go um but yeah it is crazy that we're all like doing these things but I'm not surprised because to be a child actor it takes a certain something that probably would lead to long-term success i don't know it's 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 a certain thing that you have to have to continue and and survive in that industry as a kid because you could just be like ah mom i'm over it i want to i want to go to real school like i want to go to sleepovers like i'm over it you know but there's something there's this drive in all of us uh that i'm sure is the reason we are where we are
0: were you able to sense that drive from the the cast when you were doing the the movie like did you guys talk about it? Like, what was, like, how did it feel? Like, do, do, like, are you kind of surprised now that, you know, that you all are where you guys are based on, you know, that that experience at the time?
1: Well, no, I'm not surprised. Um, I don't think it was really a, it was kind of like a what's known, doesn't need to be explained type of thing. I mean, everyone knows how many auditions you get to to get to a role. So, um, you can look at people's history and their not their quote unquote resume of what they've done even at as, at these young ages to be like oh okay like you you you're here to stay you know like this isn't something your mom is or for, forcing you to do this isn't something you're doing for any other reason except you have to be doing it even at this young age so it wasn't like a discussion but it was kind of like okay understood we we all are the same we're one and the same anyone that was around me we all had the same mentality.
0: For, for sure. And, you know, obviously, um, I mean, yeah, it makes sense. I, I think I, I, we, we here on Spotify Live, like we we talk about, you know, I'm on here all the time. We're always talking about like our favorite movies. And, and we, you know, sometimes we have discussions about, you know, our, our, you know, the old days and our favorite. But we used to watch on Disney Channel. And I think like um, Let It Shine is you know, from the list that I've looked at before, and, and just kind of like in my own memory, like in my own rankings, I think, you know, it's still one of the one of my personal favorites. And I and I agree. Like, I don't think it's surprising that you know all of you are are still very successful now, and and you know, growing in your in your success. Um, one more quick question, and then we, we well, I'll, I want to jump into some some Bel Air stuff. Do you still keep in contact with? um tyler or trevor or chloe or and some of your castmates from from the movie
1: i mean i mean we were kind of all co-workers oh can you hear me my thing just said your signal is weak yeah i can hear you
0: just fine you're good
1: okay cool um we were all co-workers so it's not like we were like hey like we all started as friends like we met through work so of course, when we see each other, it's all love. But are we like, hey, what are you doing tonight? No. <laughs> but it's all love whenever we see each other. Everybody just is so busy. But we all end up in the same events and stuff. So I, I see them all the time.
0: Gotcha. That's awesome. Well, well let's talk about Bel Um, You know, that, that's that been huge. Um, what, what made you decide... You know to audition because i've heard you talk about in other interviews how you how you weren't really sure um about doing it but what was sort of the deciding factor in you going going ahead and auditioning for the role of hillary in bel-air
1: uh my team told me to i wasn't going to i mean i didn't think i fit the role i didn't think i looked like hillary i mean i'm judging it based off my idea of what a reimagining even is which in my mind, I was like, "Oh, they want the same thing, just 2022 version." And I was like, "Well, I'm definitely not the 2022 version of Hillary OG, so no, thank you." Um, but my team was like, uh, "You're gonna audition." I was like, "Okay." That's one thing about me, like I I try to like go with my gut feeling, but if everyone around me is telling me, "Hey, you really need to sing this song, or you really need to, you really need to go here to this event, you really need to try for this role," like. I'm gonna look around and be like, okay, these people have been in the game much longer than me. I'm gonna humble myself and give whatever this is, all of me. And if it's wrong, then it wasn't me. So, hey, not me to blame. But yeah, I didn't I didn't think it was for me. Um, and I'm glad I didn't, I'm glad my own limiting beliefs didn't stop me from what was actually for me.
0: And once you finally did get it, like what type of preparation w- went into you know, becoming Hillary.
1: Honestly, the main preparation was the fits, the wardrobes. I had hella fittings. <laughs> but when I got to talk to Morgan Cooper, our creator and director, I realized that it wasn't the 2022 version of OG Hillary. It's the it's the version of Hillary from Bel Air. Like, they're not the same. So I was judging it wrong. And And to prepare to play Hillary, I just basically was me besides you know being a chef even though i be cooking a little bit you know just a little something something um but yeah it's not like hillary is so far away from me she's a hustler she's trying to attain these goals she's confident um she's very frank and outspoken she's she's very um charismatic so i feel like she's uh, very similar to me
0: what's your favorite thing to cook
1: Hmm. You know what? I really do like to try new recipes. I really do, but I have to be in the right bag mentally because if I'm hungry, I don't like cooking anything because I'm hungry. If I'm pressed for time, I don't like cooking anything. If I have like nothing to do that day, I'm like, let's try something. Let's let's get in our chef bag. So I like to try new things, but one of my favorite things to cook is my grandma's pound cake. It's very difficult. So I basically only do that once a year. The spirit really has to overtake me of chef. Um, But I do enjoy cooking it because once it's done, I feel like, wow, I am that girl.
0: So, okay, so this is one of the questions that I left on the chopping block because it sounded silly. But like you like you mentioned, you really seem like you're, you're about this cooking life. So like how much when we see you cook on the show, I mean, the reason why i didn't want to ask is because i assume most of it's acting but like how much of your chef bag are you actually putting into like some of these cooking scenes you meaning like
1: how much am i actually cooking on the show like is the the recipes that you see are they me is that what
0: you're saying like are you like are you just like like explain like is are you gonna like eat afterwards like are you actually throwing down like you're about to eat this or is it just like L-O-L. Let Michael, me pantomime my my, my my chef <laughs> stuff. Like, like, give us the, I need the the behind the scenes. Like, what what is going on? What's what's going through Okay,
1: your well, just PSA. I'm not waking up at 5 a.m., starting hair and makeup, learning my scenes for the day, and then also learning the recipe for the day so that I can cook that while I'm saying the lines. Hell no! What happens is I do my part, which is learning my lines and looking the part and being there. They do their part the Props team by making the recipes go coincide with the script, and then they give me the parts that I can do while also focusing on my lines and and acting and lighting and cues and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So now, I mean, am I chopping? Yes, but they were like, you're gonna chop, then you're gonna put this here, sprinkle this there. It's choreography, you know, because I can't like. First of all, also it also has to be the same each time, so that when we're getting different camera angles it's not like why is she at the oven and now she's behind the like come on you know what i'm saying like so it's basically like choreography i'm learning my lines and then i'm learning what props to do what um what chef things that i'm doing in the scene and why if that makes
0: sense absolutely it makes it makes perfect sense to me i i i <laughs> um no that's that's awesome but you i mean you did touch on this before i, I kind of want to d- dive deeper though like um you talked about how this role instead of like a reimagining of the the hillary from like the Fresh Prince, of the Bel or the original show like you're putting a lot of yourself into the role like if you but obviously we know there's a script there's you know the storyline there's there's a path that hillary has to take based on you know someone writing it or a team of people writing it i should say and and you know the director's vision so uh how like what percent of coco jones would you say are you personally allowed and, and do you put into your character?
1: Um, I don't think there's a limit. I think when you're an actor in general, you you want to put your own memories and experiences into the dialogue so you can play it out in the most believable fashion. I feel like that's in general. Um, but I think with, with Morgan, what I loved about him is that if something didn't feel authentic to me like whether it was like a saying or like an action we could discuss it and we could find like a middle ground or a completely new route to make it feel more authentic so i would say it just depends on the scene sometimes like i'm completely not coco like when when hillary's talking crazy to her mother that i don't get that that's not me i can't you know um but i can tap into her bag because i can think okay There have been times where I felt like I was that girl and I might have lost my head a little bit. Let me just channel that. And then um, there are times where like I'm expressing myself on social media and I'm like, you know, keeping it a buck. And then I'm like, okay, I literally did this. So that's basically me. You know, it just depends on
0: the scene. We've seen so many successes and failures or I shouldn't say failures like, you know, some things do well, some things don't. It's you know, it's the, it's the name of the game. Um, but it, we know, we're in an era where there is a lot of like remakes and reboots out there. Um, Coco, how do you personally feel about the reception that um, Bel Air has gotten so far? I mean, I when <laughs> when
1: your own culture like messes with what you're doing like heavily, it's just like there there are so few words for that feeling of like acceptance, you know, and like approval from the people that look like you. Like what wh- who who does the show even cater to if our own culture didn't mess with it? You know, like that's such a good feeling to see that positive reception. There are not there are not many words, but I would say relief, you know, cuz you make this whole show. You you come to set every day for 16-18 hours hoping that when it's all said and done, people mess with it. And so to see like culture be fiending for the next episodes wondering what's going to happen in season two it's just like a relief like oh thank god like yes thank god you know
0: and are those conversations that i mean you i know you you mentioned before how much you talked to you know morgan about crafting your, your personal character but as a cast as a you know as everybody do you guys kind of talk about Um, how you can continue to stay aligned with, um, you know, the culture and, and what's happening currently and making sure that, you know, you guys don't stray too far.
1: I mean, do we talk about how to stray? I mean, no, because culture is, I mean, it is what it is. Like, if anything, it's just more about what storylines need to be told next because there's always another piece of culture that hasn't been tapped into um so i guess it's kind of natural
0: in a way for sure yeah i mean yeah that, that definitely makes a lot of sense i think and that's probably why you know you guys are have had the success you've had you know especially with this first season um because um you know at least to me as a viewer uh you know, it does, it does feel natural. I think I agree with you. There's probably some parts where like, you know, could you personally, personally relate to, you know, you know, doing a certain thing or, or talking to someone a certain way in in a, in a certain scenario, of course. And that's kind of where you understand that it's, it's television, but you know, I will say, I think Bel Air does, does do a pretty good job of not looking like, you know, you guys are trying too hard. Um, and also being a true reimagining of of the sitcom which is which is dope um i oh go ahead, no, I was just gonna say thank you, yeah, of course um i so let's let's touch on your music real quick because that is something that is you know heavily a part of of your life um you know now currently, especially as you are um you know. Waiting to to film season two of, of Bel Air and and uh, you know possibly do other things. Um, tell us about your your hit single. Caliber came out a couple weeks ago. Um, definitely a jam. What what does the song mean uh, to you?
1: The song to me is basically, it's kind of like sexy motivation because I'm telling this guy, like I see the potential in him. I think he's cute. I I like what he's bringing to the table, but I'm going to like elevate you and educate you. I'm gonna like try to find ways to level you up, you know, like spiritually, mentally, not just like the stereotypical stuff, you know what I'm saying? So I want that in return. I don't wanna just be giving, giving and giving and not receiving something back that like fills me up in ways that I can't buy, like, you know, like spiritually and mentally, like are you on my level in that capacity? And if not, then uh, unfortunately you're not on my caliber. So it's it's the door for you, babes.
0: What qualities, like specifically, does a man have to have to be on Coco Jones's caliber?
1: Oh, per okay. Um, first of all, are you working on your are you working on your mental health? Like, do you? Do you read books to grow? Do you listen to podcasts or maybe not a podcast because it seems like everybody got a podcast this day. I don't know. But do you listen to what are you what are you listening to? What's going in your ears? What's going? What are you watching? What are you putting into yourself every day? Like if you wake up and the first thing you do is get on the IG timeline, like how does that feed you? And maybe it does. But show me how, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what are you how are you growing? Are you stagnant? Are you getting to your money, but like emotionally you're immature? Like, ew, disgust me. You know what I'm saying? Where do you, where does your peace come from? Like, that's what I need to know. Where does your peace come from? How are you growing? Um, do you just look good on the outside and are you broken on the inside? Because you can't love somebody if you don't love yourself. Are you doing the work on yourself? Um, are you ambitious? You know, like, what are you striving for? Are you satisfied with, with the cards you've been dealt? Or you want to switch it up? everything's in your power what do you believe that you can have you know how much do you believe in yourself where's your confidence at um are you a family person are you a lone wolf what you know what i'm saying like i'm talking deep i i mean last thing on the agenda is what you look like it's when i tell you it's the last thing because you, i've met some pretty people i'm not just talking dudes pretty people in general that are just chaos on the inside i want no no smoke i want none of that so, um, I always start with like the internal, the deeper things.
0: What's, what's been your experience like, um, with dating as a public figure and, and not just a public figure, but like, you're also, you know, as I found out trying to schedule this, like very booked and, and busy. Like, <laughs> what What is that like for you? Um,
1: dating as a public figure, public figure, but, um, dating in general is hard. Uh, people can be. People are representatives and it's really hard to shout out the future, take that mask off. You know what I'm saying? Like in this world where people are so fickle and everybody looks the part, it's like, dang, who's being authentic? And that's a little scary to do, you know, in general. So I feel like the same thing I'm going through, my homegirls that aren't even in the business, aren't even in the mix are going through. It's really like, it doesn't matter what your career field is. It's hard to date um it's hard to let your guard down because people keep their guard up and it looks like their guard is down and it's not you know actors it's a he- hella actors out here and we're not even talking in the industry um i think what's important for me is like to make sure that i'm solid without somebody so that i don't just take anything you know like sisa had this one line in one of her songs where she was like i get so lonely i forget what i'm worth and i was like bro like come on like that's that's that was the tea like you just want something sometimes and you're like, okay, this will do. But like, it shouldn't be like that. It shouldn't be, this will do it. It should be, this is this is beneficial. This is crucial. This is important. This is life changing. That's why you can come into my energy because you add to my energy, you know what I'm saying? But that's hard to find.
0: Well, what type of things uh, on the note about kind of like what you consume, like, What, I mean, not to get like, you know, too deep into it or whatever, but like in terms of, you know, things you like watch, read, listen to as a hobby is like, what are some of your favorite shows, books, music? Like, tell us a little bit about that.
1: Hmm. Um, I really like, uh, Transformation Church. I think they have like some really dope messages that like are more digestible and understandable sometimes. Um, and then I do like little devotionals and stuff um i like this book the obstacle is the way um the power of thinking big um and then i read like i do a lot of like research on artists and stuff because that's my career field so i look into their journeys who who has managed them what their what their brand was how they switched it up and um look at i look at data like charts who's charting at at like (laughs) random dates of the year. Like when the year I was born, who was charting, what was popular. Like then I listened to those songs and I try to go back in history and like listen to like old jazz and and older artists and people who created the path for my favorites of the day, you know? So a little bit of all of that.
0: Yeah, I think that's interesting to kind of go back sometimes um, as well. How does that this is kind of a, like a two-part question because that kind of relates like d- how much of that do you implement or maybe have you thought about implementing into your music and then how else do you uh, find inspiration you know for some of this because I know we're we're we'll t- we'll talk about the EP in a little bit but you know there's there's that I know you know eventually you I would imagine you have plans to do an album so like like, how do you gather inspiration for, for, you know, your voice and, and your, your music?
1: Well, I think knowing where you come from, knowing where music comes from, second nature, it just influences where you're going, you know? So, um, I, I, sometimes I can't pinpoint exactly where those older influences like come into play in my life, but I know they do just because of the knowledge of what was, um, currently I get a lot of my inspiration from my life and my girls and my like my my age group, my demographic, like social media, what's trending and why, what what people are talking about Um, and how I view those things. I try to like I try to be really authentic when it comes to my music. Like I've learned like before I did not like to talk about my life because I would be like "Ew, my personal business but <laughs> when i'm writing music i'll be like i will tell all the writers in here here's the tea like they know everything about me i'll be like oh my god please y'all don't tell this to nobody but i feel like i have to let that guard down so that my music can touch people's hearts like if i'm making a song that's just cute then that doesn't that doesn't have a long term effect like i want to be able to make songs that i can sing 30 years from now and they still hit because i'm talking about something you know So I, I, for me, I have to be transparent in order to make a song that feels transparent, Um, and a lot of that comes from real life.
0: Yeah, you're you're way better than me. I think it's why I I chose the path to interview people rather than to you know to to be like you know a rapper or, or comedian or like you know even an actor because you know a lot of times you you have to get really vulnerable and. You know, I don't mind being vulnerable at, at certain points, but I think it's easier just to like, you know, let people get inspiration from other people. And so um, <laughs> that's that's dope of you that you that you found that.
1: Thank you. That you found Thank that you. Place. I mean, it takes time. I, it definitely takes time. And um, you really just have to find yourself because I am. Um, that wasn't my truth to like be scared to like say what was going on that was just what I was told you don't do that you don't you don't say that you say the right answer and then that's it so um finding yourself that takes time and that takes growth and I feel like with my new music with my upcoming EP hopefully that I drop this summer I feel like it's all like the the why like I had all these questions about why things didn't work out, but I, this EP will be the why because I wasn't ready yet, because I didn't know myself, and um, and and now I'm ready. So
0: here's the music. Well, yeah, that that's perfect segue. Like, what can we look forward to on your EP? Uh, give us, give us, like, what you're thinking, like sound, like sounds, vibes, um, like subject matter. Like, what are what are some of the the biggest things we can we can look forward to when that drops?
1: Yeah, I'm trying to have a, a good blend of emotions. So turning up, feeling like you're that girl or you're that guy, you know, the confidence, the self-love, the the positive bops. And then also at least one song that if you need to cry in the club, here you go. Go ahead and spin this one. <laughs> but I would say a blend of the emotions, but I, I want to try to stick with like, feeling like you're lit, like you're up because I find that when I'm listening to music, I'm looking for the songs that like speak life into me. And I'm like, ah, where are they? You know? So I need more of those. So that's my goal to make more of those.
0: All right. I got one more, um, like dating question and then I will let folks come up and ask their own questions if they would like. Um, super curious about this. Would you rather date uh, someone who's a fan of yours, or someone who's never heard of you? Wow.
1: Um, my my first reaction was immediately someone who's never heard of me, just because I'm like, what is a what is a fan of me treating me like? Are you treating me like I walk on clouds? Because that's not my truth. Like if you can't see me on the same playing field as any other human, then I'm gonna feel like. You want some version of me and I would have to always be performing for you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Somebody who's never heard of me, I feel like there's no preconceived idea of who I am. And so they just get to know me. I don't have to like be the girl from TikTok or Let It Shine or Bel Air. Like, I'm just, it's who are you? And I get to choose, you know, who I am and how I'm known. So I would say somebody who's never heard of me
0: are you happy does it feel kind of good to be at the point where like you are popping but at the same time like there's people that genuinely have not heard of you like are you do you like feel comfort in that like not being like like wildly famous
1: like worldwide Yeah, yeah um yes definitely because I still like to do normal things like I like to go to the mall or like I like to walk around I like to like be in the mix like go to like I don't know, like a a fair or like a a park or I don't know. I want I want that option. And it's very intimidating to think one day that won't be an option because there will be nowhere that I can go where somebody's not staring at me or trying to like talk to me or take a picture with me or something that's intimidating because dang, I'm gonna be like, dang, I really got to be cute every time I step out. And sometimes I'll be giving Hobbit. So that's a scary thought. Um, And I don't even know if I want that smoke the other day I was answering this like personality questionnaire thing. And it was like, would you rather like appear successful and be successful or not appear successful and be successful? And I clicked not appear because yes. they, they just run it up and nobody be pressing me. Like nobody be taking pictures of me on the sly or something. I'm just going to do that. Like I'm always going to choose that.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. I think it blows my mind whenever like you're looking you're like on Forbes or something, you look up like who the top, you know, 10 richest people are in in the world and like you've never heard of seven of them (laughs) like i i think that's dope i think the, the concept of being successful but you know still having that anonymity you know privacy all that stuff i think is 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 incredible coco do you mind answering a couple a couple questions i probably should have asked you first yeah yeah i'll answer a couple okay um and there might not be any which is perfectly fine um Let's see.
1: it takes a lot of courage to get on the mic so hey if you're shy that's all good I understand me.
0: yeah we, we can also take questions in the chat that's the beauty of um, of live audio is and Spotify live shout out Spotify um, there's discussion questions and speaker requests but I don't see any so that's fine we're not going to force it we're going to let you have your Saturday back Oh, Eli asks Coco, what's your favorite color? He wants you to say blue, but what is it?
1: LOL. Sorry, Eli. It's actually lavender. But um, sure, blue as well. <laughs> 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 anyway, Maxwell, thank you for having me. And thank you guys so much for tuning in. I know it's a Saturday and everybody got things to do. Or maybe you have nothing to do. So thanks for popping in and watching and listening to me.
0: Yeah, are you? Is it like refreshing not to have to do like an in person interview for once? Like you can just like be as you are and come on and just talk.
1: Yeah, that was nice. I was like, oh, perfect, thank God, because I saw I had an interview and I was like, no. But then I was like, oh, audio only. Yes.
0: Yeah, tell tell everybody like out there you meet like if if you get it like a, if they get a request from Spotify Live, like tell them how easy it was for you to just come on and 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 do a do an audio interview. It's definitely dope. Um, okay, I'll
1: do yeah. that yeah spread
0: the word spread the word <laughs> <laughs> um, cool well Coco I appreciate it again like I said I'll let you go but um, thanks everybody for tuning in this was really fun Um, so excited that you guys got to uh, kick it with Coco and I for a little bit hopefully we'll be able to do uh, more of these and I'll tell you what Coco um, maybe like maybe not when you drop the EP but like Maybe around like season two, Bel Air, like EP has some has, has some time to bake a little bit. We're talking mm-hmm. album. Maybe we'll have you back. How does that sound? That sounds
1: good. You know where to find me.
0: <laughs> I got you. Well, thank you, Coco, so much. Shout out to your team as well. I enjoyed interacting with them. It was it was great. Um, yeah. Shout thanks, out- team. Yeah. Shout out to all of them and everybody. Thanks so much for for popping in. And uh, we'll catch you next time Right here on Spotify Live Y'all be easy All
1: right y'all
0: Let's rock We at the barbershop Let's rock We at the barbershop Stay tuned All right, y'all, that's it for this episode of The Barbershop. Keep showing us love. We appreciate it. Go ahead and rate and review this podcast and also share on social media and tell your friends about us. And if you're feeling generous, there's a link in the description to become a monthly subscriber. You can do it for as little as 99 cents and you can support this podcast and help us to grow and to glow. We appreciate all the love. We'll see you next time here at The Barbershop. Stay tuned.